0: Hey girls, Maria Menounos here, author of The Every Girl's Guide to Life. Want to know my best tips and secrets for organization, travel, weight loss, beauty, fashion, and everything else in between? Go to bing.com slash Maria and pick up my new book,
1: The Every Girl's Guide to Life. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after show entertainment. Johnson From the AfterBuzz studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Justify. Tonight's host is Phil Svitek. Joining Phil will be AfterBuzz co-hosts John Comerford and Stuart Lill. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Justified news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. Phil Svitek!
0: Welcome, everybody. Thank you for joining us once again. Um, For those of you who listen to other AfterBuzz TV shows, this concludes a week, pretty much a marathon. This is our 23rd show. We're just coming off of finishing up the royal wedding. Um, So we're a bit tired, but... Live uh, coverage. Live coverage. We had pre-show coverage, live coverage, and after-show coverage. We had all the coverage. We Um, had the coverage covered. Yes, we did. And, uh, but anyways, yes, so we're glad to finish off the week with a strong, strong episode of Justified, and what an episode it was. Um, first off, I want to say, um, Stu is not here with us. We like to keep him in the intro for the purposes, because, uh, he is dealing with the death in his family, and obviously that's what this episode was about, and so, uh, for Stu, we want to pay those respects by keeping his name in the intro. Um... B, for those of you guys heard, um, Maria Menounos' book, Every Girl's Guide to Life, um, is doing very well. For those of you who haven't bought it, please do so. It's a great book. It'll help you guys a lot. Um, We don't want... It's not for us to necessarily make money. We want to truly help anyone out there and better their lives. It's for guys and girls. It's called Every Girl's Guide to Life, but it's for every guy as well. but, um, so back to the episode, it's called Reckoning, and, uh, what an episode it is.
2: Yes, it was very, I mean, it, and it set up the season finale rather dramatically, I would
0: say. I mean, it set up a lot of, qu- we'll talk about it in predictions, but, yeah. like, I don't know how they're gonna answer all of these questions. <laughs> I, I don't think they're gonna. <laughs>
2: I hope they leave some of them open-ended, that was nice. Yes.
0: Um, so, I liked how we sort of opened up the episode with, uh, with the slow motion. Yeah,
2: the sound and... Yes. Being far off in the distance, it was great.
0: And it's Raylan walking in to see Helen.
2: Yeah, and the blood and the aftermath of what transpired.
0: Yes, and the I believe one of the first questions he asks is, um, where's Arlo? Yeah. And uh, Arlo is, of course, upstairs, not there. Doing yes. his thing. Mm-hmm. But, um... Uh, you know, it's interesting. From last week's previews, we kind of got this impression that Raylan would not do anything; that he would be the reluctant hero. He is not. He is most certainly not the reluctant hero in this episode.
2: No, I mean he definitely is pursuing. Uh, he he wants Dicky, and it's unclear as to why. I mean, they they did a pretty good job of walking the line. Is he does he want him to really arrest him? Does he want him because he doesn't want Arlo to get to him first, or does he want him to to take care of him?
0: Yes, indeed. Um, and what was, what was your initial reaction to that? What, what did you think he,
2: well, initially I thought he really, he wants to take care of business, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: but, but it it was so quickly it went to something I go, no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I could, for me anyway, it was, it was, it was just questionable. I I thought his motives, I thought he did a really good job of playing him under. So I, I wasn't sure. I I wasn't sure until he clocked Doyle.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, one of the things that uh, kind of stood out early on was where um, whoever was with him said, "You know, you're here as a private citizen." Art said, "Yeah." And so, whenever you hear lines like that, that's very ominous of okay, yeah. now you're going rogue. Yeah, and you're going to do something bad.
2: So, so, but initially, you thought he was going—he was going to take care of business with uh, Dicky, or did you think
0: that? Yeah, he just... I, I think he was still kind of undecided. Yeah, I, th- I think he was formulating in his own mind of what exactly he should do.
2: Because you know, he did a, when he was talking to Arlo, how you know he and when he talked to Mags too, he said, "Look, you, you, uh, you got to give me Dickie. If you don't, you know what's going to happen if Arlo gets to him first. Yeah. And I know that was a ploy, of course, to get Mags to uh, try to give up Dicky. But I, I honestly, right then, I was thinking, well, maybe he does just want to arrest him and bring him to justice. Maybe he does. I don't know. I I, I wasn't sure.
0: Maybe. Uh, um, where, where was he trying to, uh, I remember the, the big thing of last week was, um, him trying to leave for, what was it? Cu- Cutler.
2: Cu- Cutler, Coventry. Uh, what was it? Some, yeah, some sea, con, um, Something, city. the mythical land that everyone <laughs> tries to go to. Shangri-La, exactly. But just yeah, never no, gonna happen.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Quite interesting. Um, so one of the, so he obviously goes to see Mags first. Right. Um, but even before this, I believe. Uh, so, so where? Um, well, I like that Boyd. Yes. Just
2: you know, pins the whole Helen death on Raylan. <laughs> the reason why <laughs> Helen got killed is because you, you went after, uh, uh, you killed um,
0: Coover. Yes, indeed. Uh, <laughs> that
2: was he's just so Arlo's so good at just throwing Raylan under the bus. Right? Never, never mind where yeah, I was at two a.m.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> not, not even a second's hesitation to that. Just go ahead, and throw him under the bus. Yes, I thought that was good.
0: And this is where uh, Boyd and Ava come up, but um, it was with
2: at, pure intent, by the
0: way. Yes, with pure intent, intent, as Boyd intent. said. That's right. But um, it's funny how they were cooking. But the reason, um, it's ironic, or I don't know if ironic is the right word, symbolic that Ava is the one who delivers the word, the word that yeah. Helen is dead. Because obviously, we we discussed to a good length the last episode about the how Ava and Helen sort of saw eye to eye, but. Yeah. Ava didn't necessarily want to be Helen,
2: right? And they might be living parallel lives and end up uh, having parallel deaths, and so to speak. Yeah, I think that really hit her heart Obviously, yes. for not just because it's somebody she knew who passed away, but she knew that she's stepping into that life.
0: Yes, but uh, it's funny how she kind of comes to. Ex- she's coming to accept. Yeah, it. she's yeah, she's
2: pretty much getting <laughs> just getting used to it. I guess.
0: I mean, and as we discussed last episode, she sort of by giving that response to um, Helen, you know, she's sort of now committed. And yeah. then the, last week's episode was called Full Commitment, yeah. so I think she's fully committed. I think
2: so, yeah. She stepped into the role and decided. Because she even says that to to uh, Arlo. She says she knew the life that Helen Ava says of Helen to Arlo. Uh, she knew the life that she had stepped yes. into. And I think to, that she wasn't just saying that to Arlo. I think that was her symbolically saying that she knows the life that she's stepping into as well. Yes.
0: And the fact that, I mean... Um, do you think she would have ever, um, without her full commitment, would have accompanied Boyd to go see Arlo at the house?
2: I think she would have just out of respect for Helen. Mm-hmm. But the, the bigger issue for me with the fully commitment thing was when she stepped out on the porch with Boyd, when Boyd was facing down Raylan with the gun and the you know, 15 mm-hmm. in the chamber, one in the chamber and all that stuff, and then she steps out with the shotgun ready to throw down. Mm-hmm. And to me, that was full commitment, meaning she's now demonstrating, not only am I going to allow this, I'm going to participate. Yes. That that to me was her full commitment.
0: And she, I mean, I guarantee, um, so Raylan has um, Arlo trailed. Yes. Because he knows uh, Arlo's up to no good. Yep. Um, and then we find out eventually that because of Boyd, um, Arlo got the slip. And you know, somehow she was also involved with that. Yeah. I have no doubt in my mind. Yeah, it had to be in some fashion. But um, so but but it's interesting how they weren't. Uh, we've seen so many episodes now, I believe at least the last three, where um, Boyd has been active participant. Yeah. Now he's kind of sat in the sidelines.
2: Boyd. Yes. Oh, because he stirred this pot, and then yeah. he's gonna see how it shakes out. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is he? What, what was the line again? When he walks in, he's just. Out of here, here for respect.
2: Yeah, and when he when he, when they first go to see Arlo, uh, you know Raylan's kind of uh, well. Let's just say he's not too happy about seeing them. And they they and and Boyd says they come by pure intent, so they have no uh, you know agenda. All they wanted to do was pay their respects.
0: But and that is the story of uh, the episode for Boyd and Ava this yeah this time I, around. I think so.
2: Yeah, I think they know that they've created it. And and even says what did, what did Boyd said said. Look, if I had anything to do with. Uh, the death of Helen then I'm truly sorry but I'm not the one who pulled the trigger yeah so in his mind yeah I may I may have put some things in action but I, I didn't pull the trigger it wasn't me that did that so don't come calling at this door
0: and at the end of the day it's um it's, as we learned from from last episode Helen you know the you can't you can't say what you don't know right and so that was her whole thing yeah. but uh obviously Dickie's whole point was I don't care anymore I'm gonna cross that line. Yeah, and he, and he doesn't care,
2: and, so, and you disown me, and I want to get what's mine, and yes, and so
0: Boyd had, you know, in that respect, he kept her out of it as much yes. as he could. Yes, so um, you know, that was crossing the line. I thought Mags had a good show this time
2: too, because she she was putting some tough spots. She was. Yeah, and I liked that when they first talked to her. She was talking well uh, when um, I guess. Who, who, who did she first go to the Mags? Who, was it Raylan?
0: Went, went yeah, Raylan, Raylan was the first to see Mags. Right. And
2: we learned a little bit about Mag's backstory, how she just wanted out of the life, and she, you know, she never wanted this life, and it was only yeah. because her husband was killed that she had to step up and take over that role. And I swear to God, it sounded as I'm listening to it, it, it sounded almost exactly like every story you ever hear in every mafia movie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I didn't want this life, but I had to do it to provide for my family, and my my kids won't have to go through. I mean, it's in the Godfather for crying out loud. My my, hopefully, you know, I was hoping my kids would be senators and. Instead of pulling, being, they would pull the strings instead of having the strings pulled on them. And that, that sounded exactly what she was saying, is that she want, she didn't want this life, but she did it, and she's doing everything she could to get her family out of it.
0: Even in Harlan County. Even in Harlan County. It happens everywhere. It's the same story. Yes, indeed. But, um, and then, yeah, Mags, just her role was a huge. Um, Then she obviously goes to see Dickie, and she <laughs> asks him, was it you? Yeah.
2: As if she didn't know, but I guess she wanted him to have the chance to... Well, up.
0: she wanted him to say yes so that she could slap him. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> she does a nice job.
0: I mean, someone should cut together a YouTube montage of her in this episode where yeah. you got the slap, you got the grunt. Ugh.
2: Yeah, that was nice, too.
0: <laughs> and I love how... I love Dickie's interpretation of that. I hope by that you mean... Yeah. That That's a my really son, good plan, my, my son. son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah you can see where Dicky wants from his mom yeah wants a little respect a little love maybe
0: and in, and during that scene it was actually um Dicky so as he's talking he says one line and I forget the extent of he basically he's talk- he's talking about the plan and he's kind of uh, offensive about it but then immediately he sort of pauses one two three and then he says mama just to make sure, you know what I mean. Yeah. Just to make that connection of like, hey, I know what I said. I'm I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to tell you how I feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Unlike uh, unlike Raylan, who doesn't want to share his emotions at all, as pointed out by Arlo. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> totally. That was great when
2: Arlo's pouring is heart out as Raylan, and Raylan doesn't care at
0: all. Yeah. Well, he yeah. just. The one-liners, I mean, pretty much one yeah. to two, two words. That's and responses. such
2: an interesting relationship between the two of them. It's, it's you know, because I, I look at these guys and you think, why would they ever spend any time together? And they only have to, of course, because they're involved in these experiences from two different sides of the fence or whatever you want to call it. But otherwise, they would never. I mean, they don't seem to have anything in common at all. No, it just and they, they seem to care nothing for each other <laughs> it's
0: just in really the words of raylan i'd say that's right Yep, i'd say that's right
2: i really i want to do, i want to know more of that uh, that history cuz even i mean arlo knows he was a bad father he said he was a bad father so it's not like it's any surprise but i want I, you know it makes me want to know what the hell was that history like yeah and and that that, that to me also uh, points more to how how important Helen was in his life, because if if Raylan's mother passed away and his father was such a schmuck or, or didn't didn't wasn't even there or whatever it was, then it was all the more important that Helen stepped in.
0: Well, I, you actually bring up a good point um, and something I I'm didn't, sorry I didn't mean to. No, something uh, I didn't actually realize just until now. But if you kind of think about it, this whole episode is about um, parents and. Their children mm-hmm. in the regard of you have mags and Dickie dealing with something yeah you have Arlo and you have Raylan and then you have what I was confused about initially a Loretta scene yeah but then you immediately cut to Raylan. yeah so I think it's it's in that regard of how we raise our children
2: yeah that's interesting that you mentioned that because I also wrote actually as I was watching that Loretta scene I just wrote Loretta and then question marks so I wasn't exactly sure why that's in there i still don't and i mean you're pointing to it uh in some fashion which helps but i still don't i mean i'm wondering if if you could just remove that scene and it'd be
0: fine i think you, i i think you could um i mean i don't know do you, what...
2: are you suggesting that okay here's where this is the path that they've all led meaning that they they all have parent, parental difficulty and their children are having these ca- yeah, cause I mean, and effects and therefore this is the road that she's headed on is that what the
0: Kind of. I mean, the fact that <laughs> when the woman asked Loretta, like, uh, you know, what did you do for fun? She says, I worked. Oh, where did you work? I sold weed. <laughs> I sold weed to the kids at school. <laughs> so, I mean, that's... I was 14. <laughs> so, looking back on it, um, yes, you kind of have to, I guess, dissect it. And in yeah. some ways, if you take it out, would it be any worse? Would it be... Th- you know, a different episode. I don't think so, but I think if you analyze it, then you kind of get why yeah. it's there.
2: Do you think they cut to uh, to Raylan right after that? Because in in some respects, he's supposed to be the father. The figure. only yeah, the only thing she has left as a father figure. So as Helen was to him, do you think they're making the point that Raylan will be to Loretta?
0: I think so. I think it's in the words of Stuart Lill, our uh, co-host. Yes. Um. It's, it's it's an omen. An omen. Yes. All right. Well, I hope that'll be interesting. We'll see how that works. out. Yes. And, uh, so, at, and it's, you know what, I don't know, I don't know how, like, symbolic this, this whole show is, I mean, it's, it's obviously written by very smart people, but, um, so the next scene is with Raylan, and he's, walks in, and he walks into a whore's house.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, not even a house. <laughs> okay. This is a, a, a trailer. Home. A home, let's call <laughs> okay, it a home. yeah.
0: Um and yes, that was
2: a great scene, by the way. I thought that was hysterical. Yeah, she was in, she was crazy. Well, I think she was you know drunk or whatever. Yeah, she didn't seem to. I have all wrote, her
0: faculties. I wrote "whore confused," and then um, this as the scene ended, 2 pump two pump chump." You get the great there you go, great blow line.
2: Pardon the pun, <laughs> 2 pump chump."
0: That's nice. Yes, indeed. And so, uh, so obviously that whole scene was very sexual. And uh, we're talking about Father Fae. I don't know. I'm <laughs> you, just trying to make you, some sort You go sort right of, ahead. You, I'll, I'm trying to make whatever connections they are dangle to on why the Loretta and... scene is there. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. But I believe it's there for a reason that yeah. I don't fully understand at this moment. Yeah, I don't know. Apart either, from the parenting. I,
2: I really like this. I also like the song in that scene. I, I don't even remember it. I wish I could. Uh, I, I wanted to look it up, but I thought they had a great song. That I, I'll, speaking of that, I also thought the song they had at the burial at the end was really good, too. The way they used that. Yes. So I just thought they didn't really... Well, uh,
0: I mean, what was interesting about that scene is that she says, uh, "Dicky's going to come and he's going to take care of me. He's going to shoot me. Exactly. He's going to get rid of all my problems. That's right. Because I'll be dead. Yes. So. But um, she, bas- she tells him, um, find... you Jet. And you'll find Dickie.
2: Yeah. I thought it was nice, too, the way they laid it in, the way... Uh, um, you get to see how Dicky's mind wor- mind works because when he f- the first time we saw him and Jed, and he's taking the buckshot out of Jed's arm. Mm-hmm. He's already going. So uh, you know, where are you going to hide your stash? Put it behind the wall? So, no, no, I put it in the in, in my fish. Uh, what is it? I think he called it a tackle box or something like that. And so Dicky was already planning on pinning the death on it, the Helen's death on him because what he told Doyle later was, "Look, the blood on the walls." is Jed's, and I know where the stash is, it's in the tackle box, so you'll find the the blood will be his, you'll find his arm has been shot, and you'll find the stash that was taken from Otto's house. So he, yeah. early on, he's already planning on take,
0: having Jed take the blame for this. But I love how, how I mean, I, I I still thought, I I always thought of uh, Dickie as this sort of dumb character. Yeah. No offense to Dickie. Yeah. But, uh, so I really thought in some sense he really thought he got away with it, him and, and Chet in that moment. Oh, really? I thought, he, I mean, yeah, I was kind of figuring that he was consoling him.
2: No, I thought, you know, because the way he looked at when they were getting the, in last week's episode when uh, he saw the limp of Arlo and mm-hmm. he, you could see the look on his face and he knew that was Arlo all the way. So when he was taking that buckshot out of Jeds and he's asking, he's just asking me you know, questions. Uh, I, I thought right then I'm going, oh, this guy's already figuring guy's out how effed. to on him. Well, uh, already giving, making him take the fall. <laughs> and then the way he said it to our i mean, the way he, he handed it to Doyle in a, a silver
0: platter—yeah, done. But um, as Doyle goes to—I uh,
2: think that's his strength—is everybody thinks he's stupid, but he's probably a lot smarter than he.
0: I think himself. so. I think uh, I'm starting to learn that. Yeah. But um, so we go for the rest. But then Raylan once again shows up. Yep. and takes control.
2: Yeah, that was a good scene too cuz we thought oh my, cuz I thought oh my god they're going to take Jed out and you know cuz we we already know Doyle said on many occasions if I want to get rid of somebody I just shoot him for a resistant arrest.
0: <laughs>
2: and so we already know that's laid in and we know that he that's not beyond him cuz he's done stuff like that. So here he is telling Jed's wife to get back in the house. it has got nothing to do with you. And you know that as soon as Jed walks right into the house, he's going to shoot him for resistant arrest. Yeah. And then Raylan comes out from the dark. As he always does. As he does. It's nice.
0: See, I, I think that's very symbolic of who Raylan is. He's always in. The, he always comes out of the darkness. Yeah. yeah. He's,
2: he, he he You know, he is just smart enough to be a step ahead of most of them yes. at the, just the right time. And then I love the way he talks to Doyle and he says, uh, he's like, I'm going to pat you down right now and I'm not going to find a throwaway or whatever he called the gun. That, what are those called? Disc- I can't remember what the term they used. Uh, and Doyle says, you try to pat me down, I'll shoot you. Yeah. And Raylan says, it was rhetorical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Doyle's not quite
0: as bright as, as one would hope.
2: <laughs> no. Maybe Doyle's the stupid one.
0: <laughs> I mean, he kind of does look like Hoover. Yeah, a little bit. Coover, yeah. by the way. Coover, yeah. that's it. He does. Um, but So, yeah. it, so yeah. Raylan
2: saves Jed from getting killed. Yes, he does. But in Payment... For saving that, yeah, you're gonna have to give me Dicky. That's right. Because if you don't, your whole family's gonna get killed. So,
0: and then we got the biggest information. I mean, and, right? You you never saw this coming. That the black pipe deal was not closed. No, yeah,
2: I didn't know that at all. Didn't know that at all. Didn't see that. But I like more importantly in that scene. I thought the bigger information was when he said, you know, if it's if, if it's all if it does, what's the I can't remember again. I don't remember what phrase he said, but. He said, if it makes any difference, we weren't there to get Helen. We were there to get Arlo for what he and Boyd did to Dickie. And that's yeah. when Raylan finally learns that Arlo was behind this whole thing. And the reason why Helen is dead is because of Arlo. Nice. Yeah. And I like the way they cut right to the car and just moved that right along. It was nice.
0: Well, that's when he shows up at at Boyd's.
2: Right. But you can see the anger and he gets out and you get the nice confrontation outside of Ava's house and... Boyd's pulling the, he's got a gun pulled, and he's ready to take him down, and then Ava comes out with a shotgun
3: <laughs>
0: yeah and you know what he uh Boyd has another great line, like, "Hey, you've crossed our friendship once again um, you, you know don't th- yeah just he
2: because says, of, it, you have a history with Ava it makes you think you have privileges. I think is the word he used
0: no, i think I think he has a history with with Boyd, and so he thinks he can overstep boundaries. no, but Bo- he
2: says it's about Ava. I know you have a history with her. Mm-hmm. Which makes you think you
0: have privileges? Yes, and but, that's the second time you but you don't disrespected yeah. her in front of my presence. Exactly. Don't make it a third. Yes, very good line. Yeah, that's well, nice. Boyd's always so proper, to, despite his. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I
2: like when he said uh, when he told uh, Raylan that um, he knows how to get Dicky, and Raylan says, "What are we going to do? Attach you to a tree? Wait for Well I'm glad to see that you've got your sense of humor. <laughs> Yes. it's just the way he does those. That's just
0: great. It is. He's a nice, uh, he's a nice comedic element. Yeah, it's a good an Otherwise, serious show.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, we need that. And you notice, I, I mentioned as we were watching, his hair was it was toned down when they went to see Arlo at the end of the movie after the burial. They they had touched his hair up nicely, appropriately, I should say. It wasn't so yes. crazy. They toned it down a little bit.
0: I love the attempt. I mean, it's 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 interesting then that he just keeps it like that. Yeah. That's his normal hairstyle. He has to work towards that. Yeah. Yes. Um
2: so Raylan learns that Arlo has every Arlo's behind this and he's the one that did it, and he'd already previously arrested Arlo, so he goes to see him in the jail and basically starts beating up his dad. Yeah. <laughs> Telling him that here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna tell Mags that you're pulling it out of the black pike deal unless she gives up
0: Dickie. Yes. And so he does. And uh, so I love, I mean, obviously that, you know, that whole thing perspires and Raylan visits Dickie. And I love the showdown between them. Because, right.
2: Uh, when Doyle comes to arrest him?
0: Uh, Is that what we're talking about? Yes. Yeah, so I was going to cut straight to the uh, the wood scene oh, between, yeah. between the two of them. When
2: Dickie's begging for his life. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, yeah.
0: just a total change of, I mean, he's completely lying. I bought him, but I was completely... In, in the regard of, like, oh, you know, I I didn't want to kill her. Right. That was... I mean, if you were right, like, uh, the only reason why I fully remember... I mean, I would have bought it, except for the fact that that's the last scene we saw in last episode. And so it resonated so well of, like, I don't care that you are you weren't involved. And he, you know, he does shoot her. He had that... He was... It was his full intent to do so. Yeah.
2: He Yeah, he didn't care. He wanted to... He's just... He's pissed off, angry. He's just going to kill people cuz I don't know, I guess that's what he does.
0: But I love psychopath. It. I mean, he seeing him scared of Raylan. of a gun to his face. Yeah. yeah, especially Raylan. It's interesting how cowardly he got. Yeah. But but you bought you would have
2: believed him had you not know had you not seen the uh, what uh, really transpired. To a degree, yeah. yeah. Or do you think that was what he really felt? I mean, I don't know. That was a weird that was another question I had because You know, he did, she did have a gun, and she did go for it, and he did try to tell her to put it down, so I was just wondering, I'm wondering if he really did go to the, go with the intent of killing her, or did he kill her as soon as he knew she was there, or in his mind, did he think that, no, I didn't want to kill her, but she pulled the gun?
0: Well, he wanted to send a message. This, I mean... Well, that's true. I mean, maybe there's a, there's uh, an element of regret, but... At that time, I think that's what he definitely wanted. Yeah,
2: well, he, he certainly wanted some sort of bloodlust.
0: He was riled up. I mean, he yeah. shot his—he shot the two guys that were leading yeah, his I mean,
2: gang. He's, yeah, he he wanted something.
0: He wanted to revenge ASAP, and, and he wanted
2: to, you know, avenge his name and you know, reputation and all that other stuff. He wanted to,
0: and he was mad that that uh, the Bennets were sort of being laughed at. Yeah, and that he, him and the family weren't Close anymore.
2: I like the way he said it though. You know what she's like. Like it was her fault that he shot her. (laughs) Oh, it's her fault.
0: I'm sorry. Of course.
2: Yeah. (laughs) All right.
0: Yes. Um, But Raylan, so Raylan, I mean, he does take sympathy. I think I think that on, was a deciding on fact. On Dickie? yeah,
2: yeah, but I don't think he did it for Dicky's sake. I think because he was talking about his mom and his aunt, and that was mm-hmm. finally where he got to learn the backstory. I hadn't known the backstory. I don't know if anybody else had. Or if This is the first time they re- uh, related in any fashion the fact that um, you know his mother's sister you know, took pity on him and got him out of that life, be better than Arlo, and gave him the funds to do it. Mm-hmm. She took in her sister's de- uh, her dead sister's son and raised him. Raised him like her own. And then he said, because. And I was like, what? and he, he didn't finish the sentence. He, I, I was like, what? No, I want what?
0: Because he doesn't want to share his feelings. Yeah,
2: exactly. But I wanted to know him. I was like, what am I going to learn him? I don't care if Dickie learns him. <laughs> I want to know that. that was, I thought that was a
0: nice uh, little piece of writing. Well, that. Dickie can't learn him because then that's. Well, he, I thought he was going to learn
2: him because he's going to kill him. I thought for a second he was going to kill him. So who cares if he knows? But I guess at that point he decided, no, I'm not going to tell this guy because I'm not going to kill him. Yeah. He doesn't want to give that part of him up.
0: And I think he decided, I think he literally decided, as we sort of talked about earlier, whether or not he was going to kill him. I think he decided in these moments not to kill him.
2: Yeah, you think, as he was talking, I think he decided as he was talking about his mom and his aunt and what they yeah. did for him. I think that's when he found his humanity again and decided, I'm not, I can't do this.
0: Yes, indeed. And so Dickie is spared, but uh, he goes to jail. He goes to jail, right? Yeah, he does go. he does go to jail and uh but then mag's like the orchestrator that she yeah. is she just yeah. as
2: the as the burials go happening for helen
0: this is like the redneck oceans 11 i mean she <laughs> the way she orchestrated this whole ordeal was just perfect and uh we were watching this and and so we have the funeral going on
3: yeah.
0: and by the way so great i i think just great storytelling great editing great filmmaking all around where you have the funeral, and you also have this other story in the works of, okay, who's this lady? Right. Who's this visiting? Yeah,
2: but before, even before that lady shows up, what does Mags do? She's got to get that thing signed, sealed, and delivered so that Black Pike thing is off the, so it's off the table. Nobody can touch it anymore. Until that happens, she can't set the rest of her plan in motion. So the burial's happening, and as the burial's happening, she's signing the dotted line so that she can have that deal happen and the Doyles and uh, her family can be taken care of. And then she puts into motion the rest of it. Yes, indeed. And who that woman is, we're not sure. We have our suspicions, but we don't know yet.
0: Well, um, initially we thought we thought a few things. You thought it was the mother of Chet.
2: Yeah, I think it's the mother of Jed. I think uh, Mag sent for Jed's mother and said, hey, look, your son's got to do right here or things could go wrong for your family. And I think Jed's mom saw him in prison and
0: said, hey. See, I was much more ignorant, and I thought it was like the prosecutor. Yeah. But she's a little bit too old, very old prosecutor. Yeah. But um, and it's interesting as we're sort of watching this. John pointed out the fact that there was one gravestone, marked Raylan Gibbons.
2: Yeah, Raylan Gibbons. It has a a a born date, but not a death date. Well, and I just found it an omen, an an omen. Yeah, I I guess you'd call that an omen,
0: or at least like a worry. Yeah. Well, and,
2: and Winona was the one that saw it, so that was the one. You know, that obviously hit home with her.
0: That he could very well be there. Yeah, he
2: may be the next one being buried right there. Yes, that must be weird seeing your name on a headstone, though.
0: I don't know. You said it was weird. Yeah, uh, I've never seen it. So, Jess, I mean, have it, you ever seen uh, headstones for people that haven't died yet? It's kind of. It's definitely an East Coast thing. It's definitely a European thing. Actually, yes, you've I seen have. it. Okay, um, is, it, is it a common thing? Well, I I don't know. I know that um, my grandparents, because they. Had a spot together, yeah, and the tomb was ar- uh, the tombstone was already made, uh-huh. so they both put their names on there. Because uh, my grandmother's name is on there, and she's still alive, right? Because
2: I, I know that you know, obviously, many people buy their 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 burial plot years in advance and stuff like that, but I just don't usually know of many people who have actually bought the headstone already. It's already got the date. the only thing they're waiting yeah, on. Yeah, what is if it goes date. out of fashion? <laughs> yeah, what exactly. Who cares? You know, this could, what if this headstone's out of fashion? Exactly. What if you got remarried and they're, had to change your Exactly. There's so many things that you, <laughs> what if you change your name?
0: Which is why when I was in high school, we wanted to invent the digital gravestone. And how'd that go? Not very well. Okay, well, may, who knows? Maybe one day. We'll all. Uh, It'll be the next thing
2: they'll have a grave ipad. So you can—it's changeable. You can do whatever you want with it. <laughs> Let's yeah. call Apple.
0: See if they're interested in that. Oh, they would so be interested. <laughs> um, but as we sort of—the whole end result of all of this—is that uh, at the end of the funeral, we learn that Chet has gone back on his word, and that he it. Chet has
2: recanted his whole statement and said that Raylan forced him to say all that. That the Bennetts. And in truth, the Bennett's had nothing to do with it. Yes. So Mags has obviously gotten to him by way of that woman, and uh, Dicky gets set free. And then there's, that's a great little meeting there at the end of it, it with uh, Mom and Dickie yes. meeting up outside the jailhouse, and just you know, I real I honestly thought Mags was getting out of the life. They had me. They sold me. I thought she would. Wa- I thought she wanted it out of it so bad that she, nothing was going to keep her there. And now she's staying because
0: that's, what she has that's to do. who she
2: is. That's who she is. Can and, uh, you see me on the porch? No, this is, I'm staying right where I am. So now, which is great because now it's going to be the Bennetts and the Crowders and Raylan right in the middle.
0: That's right. And uh, so the last shot we see before the previews is her hand hugging him, and it's the same hand that slapped him yeah. not so long ago.
2: Nicely done. Look at that.
0: That's right. Well, on that note, why don't we head over to a commercial, and then we'll get into our predictions for the season finale. I can't even watch. That's <laughs> daunting. Let's hit it.
1: Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call. 424-256-1729. 424
3: your husband or your best friend the wig and the wig will come back 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 the wig and the wig will come the wig and the wig will come the wig the wig and the wig will come back 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 The wig the wig will come back. The wig the wing 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 will come back. The wig the wig will come back. The wig the wing will come back. The wig the The wig the come back. The wig and the wig will come back 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 The wig and the wig will come back. The wig and the wig will come back. The wig 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 and the wig will come back. The wig 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 the wig will come The the come back the wig the wig will come back the wig and the wig will come 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 the wig and the wig come the wig and the wig will come the wig the come